Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Wednesday, July 8th, 2020. And uh, some news, uh, behind the scenes news before we get going, at least until Wes comes back. Pat is going to be doing a video, uh, late night video guy all the time. And Mark and myself will be doing the audio editing for the podcast and uh, radio so that we can do the social promo in the mornings for, the, for those. And Pat, I see why your nights are so busy. And you're not getting up uh, for the show because I checked out patthepoolboy.com. Oh, you saw that, huh? Uh-huh. The URL that you <laughs> promised us last night. And my goodness, it is something else. Yeah, I bought it. Uh, and then I built a little site because uh, I figured what better way to convince my landlord that we should, in fact, get a pool than to create a very elaborate backstory. Yes. That uh, sad and dark backstory. But really pretty much boxes. Dark. Boxes me into only one possible skill right. set in my life, and that's pool maintenance. Are Again, you going this is for a pool and uh, a lower rent, like a charity handout thing, too? Or this I is, don't know. Uh, Again, it's patthepoolboy.com. Pull it up. Uh, <laughs> nothing upsets me more than knowing a pool isn't clean. It keeps me up. It sure did last night, that's for sure. Making Certainly this did. Uh, so, I mean, basically, like like you said, you created this uh, this pool... Boy, it's a persona, right? So it's like a... You could call it that. I, I mean, I, Pat the Pool Man was taken, uh, no. unfortunately. So I, I, like, uh, I like Pool Boy. I like Pool what Boy. About, what about... Did you try PoolBoyPat.com? Because I thought that might... I was really high, Will. Okay. Like, I was very high. Well, I'm just uh, saying PoolBoyPat... It slaps, I feel well, like. Do, okay, Pat well, now I'm going to have to buy this shit. Pretty... I'm going to have to go buy that domain before this airs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you To will. get the spread out to make sure no one's encroaching on my territory, Pool man. Boy God Pat. damn it. You got to yeah. check this shit out, though. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome website. Uh, I think it's like very well put together. Personally, I, mean, I was I was I impressed with the with the with like the professionalism. GoDaddy's yeah. website builder, bro. Just I thought you were just phone. not doing work for the team, um, and and not and that's it. But you were also just then building the site. Oh so. no, that's content you, right there, baby. Yeah. When you get inspired, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> you got to check. Well, anyways, I, I was just to get. Get the best the, part was taking selfies of myself in the underwear at 3 a.m. Was that green screen? Was that green and screen? And have my roommate walk by and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. You got to check out the green screen photo. It is the uh, main photo. Uh, right. So anyways, that's a long way to say. If you have questions about videos, um, go to at Hard Factor Pat on Twitter or at P Classity on Instagram. If you got questions about the audio, in general, or just shit talk, go to at Hard Factor Will or at Hard Factor Mark on Twitter or Instagram. 
and then you get your questions answered. You know, you, you just go straight to the source because that's what we're doing. Uh, so that's some behind the scenes news. Uh, PatThePoolBoy.com. Pat, please look for Pool Boy Pat. I feel like that might. I'm going to have it now, dude. I have no other fucking choice. It's another seven <laughs> bucks. Ready to go, Dad. Another seven <laughs> bucks a month or total? No, the domain's pretty cheap. The okay. domain's like seven bucks a year. But then I have to set up forwarding. It's a whole thing. Mm. Don't don't expect the videos to be on time tonight. That's going to be a whole other. <laughs> you got to prop up the other site. <laughs> it's your fault, Will. I know it is. I'm sorry. Was it not you ready to unveil? This... I mean, you announced the URL last no, night. No, so. no. But now I got to go buy he's the gotta other one. He's got to get the other That's one, what... though. He's got to get the and other what... one. Yeah. yeah, pool boy Pat. He's saying he's got to make sure it's locked in. Wow. And when and then, Pat, and then when Pat gets involved in that first step, he's going to take it the next thirteen steps. Is what he's well, saying. Also, what do you know about me? Yeah. What I happens? Also, what happens when you start getting like real business hits? What do you mean? What happens? You can you can he, actually book he me. Cleans the the I saw that. Yeah, you'll yeah. <laughs> just go take care. He makes money. Yeah. You go take. You go TCB on somebody's pool. Yeah, yeah. What are you t- What are you talking about? Nice. I gotta get I gotta get practicing. Yeah, amazing, amazing. All right, well, we got six listener submitted stories for what the fuck Wednesday today, all from the Hardo Hive, all fucking incredible. Mark, get us going. All right, guys. Um, this one comes from submitted by the interns, uh, and on Tuesday, Jair Bolsonaro, the president of Brazil and the number one trash talker of coronavirus in the world, admitted on live TV that he contracted the coronavirus. Oh, yeah. The guy that was uh, saying that it wasn't a bit, you know, just wasn't a thing, basically. Yeah. Whoops. I think he, he called it the little flu, right? It's the he, little did. Flu. he did. He did. We'll get to I that. think he said it was actually non-existent at one point, but then he but then he like retracted that. Like, yeah. he has a long history with shit talking coronavirus. He's been shit talking it for a while. Um, yeah. He did say, I'm perfectly well. This pussy ass virus is actually making me stronger while shirtless. <laughs> Uh, I made up the last part. He did say I'm perfectly well. Now, the second um, then he also went on to say uh, everyone knew that sooner or later coronavirus would affect a good part of the population, which is singing a different tune than what he originally was saying months ago. Uh, Well, no, if he's saying little flu, though, because the flu hits a lot of people. True. Right. And then he said, but life will continue. And if the economy doesn't work, it will bring new forms of death and suicide. So he's while staring at the TV with coronavirus, saying that the economy is more important than people like me contracting the coronavirus did you guys see the video of him talking to the reporters without a mask on after testing positive he not only looks like shit like physically like his lips are like white and he's got like this weird tint to his skin he is he is 65 he is 65 so he took his mask off he's like look i look fine and he doesn't look fine he looks like a crazy person talking to the people with no mask on he told them a positive test he told them to stand back by the way he doesn't like wearing masks Uh, no, he's like that guy in your hometown that would just bang all the girls. You know, the guy that would just get to everyone like before you even like got pubes. And then you're like, God damn it. He slept with her. Bolsonaro is like that guy. He just he just doesn't give a shit that he has chlamydia, essentially. And he's like, fuck it. Yeah, he's a gi- he's a gift giver. That's for sure. <laughs> he's an um, ultra spreader. For sure. but I am. Who yeah, I am. He, he admirably is sticking to his guns in the economy. And I think sadly it is time to, uh, you know, just wear a mask and wash your hands and try to limit your exposure to crowds in close proximity, especially indoors, because at this point, like it's everywhere, right? Coronavirus is absolutely everywhere. We can't keep the economy closed forever. So like probably open it up, 
Be, be safe, people. Um, so if you're lucky enough yeah. and patient enough to stay indoors or elderly, do it. But, you know, otherwise, you know, you got to pay the bills, right? But back yeah. to Bolsonaro. This is the guy that refused to wear a mask in public and even fought the court system when they ordered him to wear a mask in Brazil. He was like, no, no, no. I will fight you, court system. He refuses to wear a mask. He did wear it on that thing, like Will said, but then he took it off. When asked if now that he has the coronavirus, if he thinks the people of Brazil should wear masks, he refused to say yes to that. He's not going to he's not going to even say that yes to that while he's contracted the virus. Um, this is the guy who got stabbed in the abdomen in 2018 while campaigning for president and had to finish the campaign with a feeding tube and colostomy bag uh, and said in oh, April yeah. of this year, if I'm infected by the virus, I wouldn't have to worry because I'm an athlete. Uh, I wouldn't feel anything. And, um, you know, it's only it looks it's like he's o- feeling something, honestly. From the I agree. But he said it would, this is the little flu. He goes, I would, it would only be I would only be affected by only a little flu because I'm an athlete. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man. The guy that stabbed him. Total backfire because it ended up just showing that he has grit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you go and you try to kill the guy, but then he doesn't die. And people are like, wow, he's gritty. It's like the spider that bit Spider-Man. The guy that stabbed him. It's like, you know, who's not upset, though. French President Emmanuel Macron. These guys have a huge rivalry, Bolsonaro and Macron. And Macron's getting the last laugh here. Whose wife is hotter again? He's not. Oh, definitely Bolsonaro. Oh, whoa. And it's like, yeah, the age discrepancy is crazy. Macron's like a tadpole or whatever that is. The guy that like fucks a whale or woman. Um, <laughs> Wait, Bolsonaro is the guy that was literally he was like selling off chunks of the rainforest and saying that it was good for the for the environment. Oh, yeah. Right? He's done was... some questionable stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I mean, look, the guy, the guy that gets stabbed and becomes stronger and refuses to tell people to wear a mask when he's got the coronavirus. Look, sorry. Coronavirus. Questionable. Yeah. You're not going to change this leopard s- spots. Right. <laughs> Bolsonaro is going to Bolsonaro. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, he's, it sounds like, you know, we'll see. I think he's probably gonna be fine because he has the best medical attention and stuff. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a couple bad weeks, but I think he's gonna be fine. But you know what, What, you know what, like seeing Bolsonaro really like fall on his face in terms of his projections of coronavirus makes me feel great about what hard factor has done because from the start, from like March, we were saying weed workouts, UV rays, masks, hand sanitizer. That is exactly correct for today. We're like four or five months later. Incredible. Incredible work by us. Yeah. Just give I think we've been on, on the back, think really. been on the right and side the of Ohio history. Like just yeah. Constantly Do you doing the right mad thing. looking at the stats and seeing us leading the coronavirus. Like I get mad. Like I, I want I want to be number one, but not in coronavirus. That's I a bad to like one to be number 10. one in. But we test more well, yeah. Brazil's number two, so I would suggest wearing masks there, whether that your president tells you to or not, and I hope that everyone's safe over there. Also, Bolsonaro has been shaking hands. Uh, he got caught, like, last Thursday, they saw him on a video or whatever at an event coughing, so he probably contracted it by, like, a week ago, and ever since then, he's been in public shaking hands and, like, in kissing babies, and uh, he's been in a bunch of videos and stuff, so... Anyone that's been in contact with Bolsonaro. So he's basically week. infected half the country. Yeah, he was like he, he, he shook so many goddamn hands infected. But good luck. Oh, that's not good. Huh? Is it? Wash your hands over there in Brazil. Good luck. Yeah. Power of positive thinking. Guys, this next one <laughs> is easily one of the most fucked up stories we've ever covered. This week, Dutch police arrested six men after discovering a makeshift and soundproof torture chamber built out of seven shipping containers. Smart. Uh, that was stored inside smart. of. Yeah, so they can't hear the screams. Mm -hmm. Uh, These shipping containers were stored inside a warehouse in southwestern Netherlands. And from the pictures of this thing, guys, it looks like you could literally start shooting Saw 9 in there like tomorrow. Like set dressing, done. Six of the containers were designed to be cells to keep the victims in, with lucky number seven serving as the murder container 
probably because it had a drain. That's Whoa. probably what tipped them oh, off. Man. Yeah. Inside a of the serial dungeon. killer like uh palace. Was it a, was it a set for a movie, Pat? Is that the twist? No, not at all. This oh. was a weird Dutch torture club. Six dudes, uh, hobbyists, I'm guessing. Oh, uh, so it was like hostile, the movie. It was like that. Yeah. Inside the dungeon chamber, the seventh one, guys, authorities found, check this out, a dentist chair, mm-hmm. tools, including pliers, scalpels, and handcuffs. So essentially like an orthodontist office, Torture but slightly office. better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, big win for Dutch authorities here, guys. But tough break for the little Dutch torture club, especially because they got busted before they could even do one torture in there. Oh, they didn't, uh, even, they oh, didn't even get a single murder in. What a Mm-mm. bunch of losers. Good police work. Uh, yeah, nice wow. Job. I know. Wow. Talk about a disappointment. That's like spending all day like smoking a brisket and having your dog grab it off the table when you turn around to crack a completion beer. Yeah. No it, shit. Yeah. Mark, you brought it, up a good point, though. Is it good police work or are these guys just losers? Terrible torturers. They're you know? such losers. They should just have them serve their prison sentence in their individual cells while they couldn't like, where, <laughs> where nothing went on like inside the torture yeah. chamber yeah yeah this is, they they're complete and total failures yeah. uh, i bet their high school teachers are like yeah this is exactly what i expected <laughs> Net, can't finish anything the cops guys were able to nab the dutch six uh not because of great police work in my six, opinion but it's perfect holy shit. i know right uh, one per but, cell that's what i'm saying yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You have six cells and then you have an exercise yard and a dentist chair. But then uh, you but just guys, take them out one by one to torture them in front of each other. Yeah. And, well, no, what and that sh- creates a job. What, what, too. They, what they should do is put them all in the seventh room one at a time. And they have to watch the entire hostile one through three, which they're all terrible, where like they're successful torturing going on. And then they bring them back into oh, their stupid no. cell. Yeah. You uh, what's that? Like clockwork, clockwork orange. orange. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just them seeing how they could have, but right. then they failed. Right. Yep. They were yeah, that's terrible. their punishment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the weight of a failure. Guys, the cops were able to nab the Dutch Six as part of a Patriot Act-style sting operation by the French police. Uh, so wow. I guess the French police figured out or were legally allowed to hack into a bunch of phones uh, uh, in CroChat. They got the Earned Act. Phones. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And they are pretty much just monitoring millions of text messages. And they saw a couple floating around about seven shipping container, containers, a dentist chair uh, and torture shit. Uh, and they, you know, their, their little French okay. ears went up. Um, uh. It wasn't just amateur dentistry. either, guys, these guys were uh, into other shit because the search of the containers uncovered bags of tools, including hedge cutters uh, and, and pliers, as I said earlier. And the tools were likely intended to, quote, torture the victims or at least put them under pressure according to the police here's where the twist is gentlemen after searching the homes of the men police found police uniforms body armor stolen vehicles 25 25 firearms and drugs so it might have been like a criminal syndicate like mob shit and they were yeah posing as cops Mm -hmm. wow those are some bad hombres i'd seen some posts about that on social media recently like it's more common than you think i guess people posing as cops is what i what i'd seen like, the guy, the, like the, the guy in Canada that, that went it, absolutely berserk yeah, yeah. in Nova Scotia. What I was saying, what I saw online was in relation to, like, uh, hate crimes in the United States. Like, sometimes. Uh, and, like, rapes and stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, like, the Dutch women Hammer get pulled over by s- fake cops, too, right? Like, yeah, just yeah. fake the cops. The Dutch Hammer sent us his uniform. Out. Not good. And in, in the note, it said, don't wear this at a Halloween party. So we're not going to do that, Hammer. But it is pretty easy to get a cop, to recreate a cop uniform, if you ask me. Yeah. Make sure yeah. they got the, the squad car and everything. You just befriend a bunch of cops and have them send you a, a uniform. Yeah. Get them drunk. Yeah. 
and then ask. I wasn't to thinking to do it yourself. Thing. I was saying just avoid running into one of these nefarious. I'm not. Fake I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, okay, good. I'm sure it's a crime. Yeah, it is. Ask Ask DMX. Pretty serious. You sure? One. Yeah. You think? Pretty serious okay. one. All right, uh, we moving on, Pat. We 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 done there with the Dutch six, or we got more? No, no, we're done. We're, we're done. <laughs> okay, good. Those guys were creeps. Uh, let's move it on uh, to New York City, the Big Apple. Uh, my wife, a member of the Hardo Hive, who probably wants me to get a vasectomy after just a little taste of pregnancy, sent me this one about Staten Island having to end their deer vasectomy program. Due to New York City, New York City budget cuts. So turns out in Staten Island, there was actually guys paid to go around, catch, capture bucks. You know, that's a male deer. Uh, give them the snip vasectomy and then re-release them into Staten Island. You have to imagine they, that they thought that was the safest job of all time with the amount of deer dicks they've been cutting. Like job security and then whoosh, oh yeah oh death. bucks are so dangerous Mark that's a dangerous ass job I know I'm not saying it's an easy job but I'm saying you got to imagine there's no shortage of deer dicks to snip as well oh yeah but you know what I wonder coast, yeah lots of deer dicks. you know when like you hear a story about like a psychopath like torturing animals or like killing people I wonder why we don't find those guys and then put them in jobs like this like hey bro here's the deal you can't murder anyone but you can cut all the deer dicks you want all day long. I'm sure Ooh, it, uh, it's kind of like know. it's like methadone for that a psychopath. Is very interesting, Pat. I mean, I don't know if you want to appease. You don't them. like my take? Deer well, no. dicks. I mean, I, I think this is a stupid. I, don't. I personally don't like this program. It's deer dicks, slaughterhouses. I get mm. what you're saying there, though. Let's let's get a quote from New York City officials. They said during these unprecedented times, we have been tasked with making difficult decisions, especially as it pertains to our budget. That's what the yeah. Parks Department spokeswoman. Cherise Hill told the New York Post and apparently uh, putting this catch and snip program on hold for Staten Island through FY21 will save the city about seven hundred thousand dollars. And uh, oh, wow. Then, with, yeah. the, with the with the overhead and the gear, the, the, those guys had a seven hundred K budget a year. Not about bad. a million. Yeah, a year, you, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. About five. That's the dumbest year, yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like, yeah, we shut down the fire department. Saving millions. Yeah. So what about fires? Yeah, what about all the deer that are going to run into cars and kill people? Well, and they're going to be horned up, bro. Yeah, this is not yeah, a great idea. That's a no, pretty no, no, no. cheap way. That's a pretty cheap way to keep the deer population down. That's and only a, look, a New York deer is yeah. fucking tough, bro. Have you ever met a Staten Island deer? Those they guys have don't to give be. a urban fuck. deer. One urban. lawsuit from the city is going to be fifty This, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Shaolin. All right, uh, but guys, the craziest part about this it throws a little monkey wrench. Uh, as of April, the city said that 93% of Staten Island's antler deer had already been sterilized. So what the fuck were these deer vasectomy guys doing all day already? So I think that may be why they, they were, were cutting easy dead cut. dicks. Yeah, well, they didn't have 93%. Like, oh, we sorry. It's oh, really just hard pretending to, to work. Yeah, really hard to find yeah. the last 7%. Why are so many deers sterile? What are they <laughs> drinking like nuclear water? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm sorry for these guys for losing their jobs. But... Uh, wouldn't like hunting the deer and then selling or using the meat for good purposes be a way more effective program than just William? sterilizing all the game in your area? I well, like you that. can't have guns in New York City. You can't have guns. In, maybe, uh, maybe what about bow and arrow? 
Bow and arrow, you crossbows, bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. I like that you could feed the homeless. Now we covered about. no crossbows. I'm talking about. Oh, right, what bow and if arrow. we armed the children too? Like, there's a lot of kids uh, at risk youth in Staten Island. Look, if you just you could teach them how how to defend uh, their homes. Give them something to do too. I like this one. Or, or or just take out the deer. That's more importantly, harvesting their meat and, and feeding their families. Also, hog harvesting programs, deer harvesting programs. People need jobs after all this Corona. Uh, those are uh, solitary and productive jobs that would allow people to eat less industrial processed meat if you did it right. Um, yeah. Anyways, it seems to me to be more effective than chasing around the last 20 non-sterile deer. It's not as funny as snipping dead dicks. Um, but but it could, it could be effective. Could could be helpful. Yeah. Just saying $9 billion shortfall in the New York city budget. And they're too good for, for government venison. There's a guy out there somewhere just sitting on his couch. Just swiping the air, just wishing it was a deer of his vast deference. Mm-hmm. Out of work. <laughs> That's sad. That is sad when you put it that way. Uh, taking it to uh, Twitter, Doug Parsons, he's, he pretty much summed up the way that most of the people were feeling, and it's all caps. Deer vasectomy! Taxpayers fund that! Here, we call it deer season to thin the herd. Is New York a total loss of common sense? Do you have deer abortion clinics, too? Oh, Parsons, absolutely nailing New York. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. man. That guy, that guy eats paste chunky that guy salsa. Is not going New to New York, York ever. Yeah, he is never going to New York. All right, guys, let's go to the land down under. Another uh, place of uh, tough men. I uh, got a double what the fuck Wednesday from Australia for you. Uh, the first is from listener Rick Holt, and it's another coronavirus one from me. Uh, Australian officials decided it would be a good idea. I'm assuming for what the fuck Wednesday purposes mainly. Um, I think that was their main motivation when they implemented the first hard lockdown in Australia in a nine block radius of tower residency or like lower income, like housing on oh, like so apartments hardest, and towers. Like, like probably yes. like a harder place to do it. More, more people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tons of people um, in, in stacked apartments in a nine block radius in Fleming, from Flemington to North Melbourne. Uh, they locked it over 3,000 residents in their tiny stacked homes starting on July 4th in the afternoon and plan to keep them quarantined in their homes until July 18th at least. Uh, you're not going to keep 3,000 Australians in their apartments for 14 days, guys. And you're not going to keep one unidentified 32-year-old in his apartment for more than two days. As the man attempted to flee on July 6th and when stopped by the police assaulted them and bit one of them. Well, yeah. What, what were mean, they thinking? They're, they're enforcing a lot of tyranny over there. That's a, that's an extreme lockdown. This 32-year-old needed to get out, breathe the free air. I'm surprised. How did he get caught? I mean, you got to be a real idiot to not be able to slip out. So here's why, Pat, and this is where the story gets crazy. There's at least 500 police officers being deployed across the Nine Towers in a lockdown. They um, have shut this place down so hard. Apparently, they gave the people like in the towers less than a day's notice or around that. Uh, and then they locked in. It's like a fucking horror movie or, or a cruise That's ship some in towers. shit right there. Yeah, they brought or in like food a church trucks. Camp. They brought in food trucks and like uh, the food trucks make like 3000 meals and then people deliver the meals to outside the doors and give them like hygiene packets with like shampoo and shit and like leave it they can't what they're they can't leave their fucking apartments it's like it's a prison um do they have wi-fi so that this, sound, this well. doesn't sound bad I, I don't know it sounds That's it sounds insane. i thought australia was supposed to be some kind of like freedom place well it started as a prison didn't it 
Well, right, it did. Yeah. Penal colony. Penal yeah. colony. So did Georgia. So, so I well, mean, like, what's... Uh... You got to look at these this tower housing, and it's it's insane. Those people are not having a good time. Next story from Australia, sent in from Garrett from Iowa, is also scary, but has a happier ending. What's the worst thing that can happen to you while you're driving, guys? Oh, Inside the car. Inside the car. Oh, oh uh, when you flick a cigarette butt out the window, That's but it a comes great back one. in the car. Ooh, bad. That's a great Or one. you get farted on, and nobody will uh, cl- lower the window. Those are yeah, good. or you're you're driving back from New Orleans and you pee in a cup and you throw it out the window. It whips back into your buddy's face. Oh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. We cover that. I'm sorry, Will. For me, it's like a tarantula crawls on my leg or a sandal falls off my foot and jams the pedals. You can't like break or gas. Uh, for Wes, it would be a bee gets in his car and he's got the windows up. For many, what else, an effective and fun way to kill Mark would Will if you want a tarantula to put. Just release a couple of tarantulas oh, I'm oh, in his vehicle. It would be car. really funny to watch him do. Oh, not in a car. But yeah, if you did want yeah. to get rid of him. Oh, yeah. Be hilarious. Uh, for, many, <laughs> for many Australians, it's probably, <laughs> probably having a brown snake, one of the deadliest snakes in the world, slither into your lap uh, while you're driving. And that's exactly what happened oh. to a 27-year-old man known as Jimmy who was pulled over by the police for speeding uh, at over 75 kilometers an hour in a zone where, where he wasn't supposed to be doing that. So Jimmy uh, got pulled over, and then he told the police a brown snake had slithered its way through his truck's gear shift and attacked him, and that he was actually driving well over 100 kilometers an hour while stabbing the snake between his legs with a knife, because all nice. Australian people have a, a knife handy, right? That's mm-hmm. not a knife. And, um, and then he trapped it with his seatbelt and was just stabbing near his crotch and trying to kill the snake. And that after he successfully killed the snake, he was in shock and he was slowing down when the police got him. And he's like, if you don't believe me, feel my heart, mate. And the cops just saw how like fucking freaked out he was. I don't know if it bit me or not. I might need to go to the hospital. He said, so the cops like checked him. Wow. He wasn't bitten. And they found a dead uh, brown snake with its neck cut open Guys, in Jimmy's beast. truck. Yeah, so it wasn't like Tommy oh, Boy or Black Sheep when Chris Farley was like, the bees are huge, they're everywhere, and sting crazy. It was actually a, a maybe, brown Mark, snake. Maybe that's your like guy. Maybe you would rise to the occasion if the tarantulas were there. I would, Imagine- I would certainly kill the tarantula, but I don't know if I'd maintain my vehicle on the road. Hmm. You would kill the tarantula with... You, you would take it out Thelma Louise style. Yeah. But imagine going down to shift from third to fourth gear and you're reaching down and maybe Jimmy happened to have like a, a, a snake head gear shift ball on top of his gear shift already. Which that would have been not, badass. If do you did. think he grabbed the brown snake and shifted it into fourth and realized, oh, man, this isn't my gear shift. I hope I, so. I hope he said safety first when he was strangling it with his belt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this tray is fucked up. It is yeah. a fucked up place. They have the most deadly shit down there. It it's just cool, crawled, though. It just crawled through his fucking car like he was just driving and went like through his like air conditioning. Like whoop. Australia like, reminds me of like Texas or or a place like that in America where everybody's rocking a knife. Like, yeah, you just like it's not surprising that this guy just had the knife at the ready, crush the snake. And generally, but it's not you, against other humans. It's like against yeah, the, no, it's for the wilderness. It's like yeah, yeah or like a, a tricky situation you got to <laughs> yeah. get out of. You got to right. cut a rope. You got to. Yeah, I don't something. know if that's good because like 20 percent of knife guys in America suck. Like most knife guys are dope, but then there's that faction of knife guys, the guys that always have a knife at the ready. That you're like, oh, oh man, come well if you were to have, they like, might not need it. They just if, if you were to have like an international knife competition, you don't want to go with like Americans versus Australians. Like we're gonna well, lose Australia. That. They got to be the odds on favorites. Yeah, right? I mean, oh, it's like, that's like beer fest. Like you know, like you don't want to go against like the Germans or the Irish, right? Yeah. They issue with them a knife at birth, guys. An yeah. evil baby. Speaking of birth was born in the city of Haiphong in northern Vietnam recently. Uh-oh. 
in what was most certainly an unplanned pregnancy. And now the reason I can say that the baby wasn't part of the plan is because he came out of his mother's cannon clutching her interuterine device as if to say, sorry, haters, ain't no bullshit IUD going to stop me. I'm born. That is he was just he's holding the IUD. Could what? you imagine being the father like or either parent if you weren't uh, uh, excited about this situation and then you see it just clutching the thing that was supposed to save you? Did you say you with it? Did you say this Not kid a great was start born in Australia because this kid's tough as shit? He beat <laughs> no, I know. No, Vietnam. So, just, but Vietnam, just chewed an IUD. <laughs> yeah. In the womb. It's an awkward couple hours when you when the baby and the mother meet there. You know what I mean? Well, Not on the she, can, she can say, see, I told you. And the baby's like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want me. Yeah, like, it's coming out. It already it has a chip on its shoulder against you. It's just giving you a dirty look. Scroll down if you want to see pictures of this little fucker. Uh, the, <laughs> the baby's 34-year-old mother claims she had the coil inserted two years earlier, but it did not work because she later discovered she was pregnant. Yeah, no shit, Mom. Yeah. Uh, we know it didn't work. Your baby's literally holding your birth control device. Uh, yeah. They, it's like a baby. If you guys, uh, like, uh, has your partner ever had an IUD before? I've never messed with the IUD. A partner of mine has. They are supposed Previous. to last way longer than two years. So uh, Is obviously that true? did not work. Yeah. Um, interesting. Did did she forget she had it? No, she knew she had it. Uh, and she definitely probably told the dude, it's cool. Oh, yeah. No Connie's. For sure. I'm, pro I'm protected. And he was disappointed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She could get, show him proof when he was like, you lying. Yeah, jerk. I think it's supposed well, to last for like three years. Well, that's what they say. The bond between a mother and a baby is unbreakable. So that really it was probably the baby backing up mom because he mean? knew as soon as he came out, that dad's going to want proof that she did, in fact, have that IUD. <laughs> and he's waving <laughs> that flag. That's what I'm saying. But but like you said earlier, too, it's a trust issue all around. The father probably didn't trust the mother. But then like that's starting to be rebuilt with the IUD coming out. But now the baby's got to, like the mother has some explaining to do to the baby. So there's really broken trust in all sorts of different relationships here. If um, this baby remembers the IUD situation yeah. and from the womb, you're screwed. Yeah. Never get oh, this. I, it, absolutely. The baby's going to this is a Damien baby, bro. This baby bucked birth control. These, mean, they're going to have problems with this child. I mean, I it's in every that. picture and then every like Internet story. Like, oh, am I the baby that had, had the was there any was the was was the uh, was the father interviewed at all? No, there wasn't. It was one of these stories by, you know, the son, a tabloid in the sure. UK. Okay. So there wasn't much info. Uh, but in the photos, guys, taken by the obstetrician, the baby is uh, like striking different poses while holding the plastic and copper coil IUD to his face like a middle finger to the world. Like the baby knows what he's doing. Let's take it to the Internet real quick. What a beast. Um, though. I hope that kid grows up to just have whatever he wants. Is it a he or she? That's a he. Every okay. whatever he wants, except for the love of his mother, probably. Uh, or knowing that he was wanted. All right, Chris Oof. Watt says. And this is a British paper. We got it from it. Says, oh, it's only crying. Looks a bit like Ina Sharples, though. I didn't know Ina Sharples was. I put a little side by side photo there for you guys. She's a British uh, tabloid or TV actress. And uh, they do have a striking resemblance. Yeah. Um, Viv says, at least he has a toy to play with for the last however many months when he was in the womb. He had a little oh, thing to, to mess around with, which that's is a nice funny. thought, like a mobile. Um, Mikey Boyo says, that's one ugly baby. Oh. Uh, and he's not. Huh. He's not wrong. He's it not wrong. Looks like, um, like Ghislaine Maxwell to me. Yeah. 
the baby had to fight whatever chemicals are in an IUD or whatever's going on with that whole. I don't know the the science behind it, but it's like know. if Ghislaine and Epstein had a kid. That's what it looks. Well, like. Well, it more looks like Ghislaine Maxwell's soul. It, the baby, yeah, on the outside looks uh, like Ghislaine Maxwell on the inside. Uh, Mrs. HF guy says this is an inaccurate reported story and an old one. The baby was born in America, not Vietnam. His mother is Lucy Helene from Alabama. She's already admitted that the quill was put in into his hand after he was born. He didn't come out holding it. So what? Big party pooper from Mrs. HF shitting on the sun and their story. The British tablet is who's right. I don't know. I'm not going to do the research. I like, I like that, the story better. No, than no, no. Straight yeah, that, that comment from the record. Straight that comment from the record. Yeah, bullshit. Obviously came out holding it. All right. Everybody's favorite <laughs> time of the week. We got to move on to voicemails and reviews. And we got some good ones this week. Okay. So we're going to do voicemails first. You guys, just give me a second. Maybe uh, fill the air. Is there any, any kind of voicemails that you're looking forward to? What was the name of that liar, that, that last comment? Oh, uh, Mrs. HF. Yeah. Yeah, she was lying. All right. Fucking liar. First voicemail, boys, is coming from Mike in Lexington. Hey, Artifactor Boys. This is Mike from Lexington. Um, I know no one really asked my opinion on this, but you guys have heard on your episodes and the serious debate show today. uh, You know, who, who do you think would be, like, the best musician to, to run for president or be our president. I'm going to expand that. And I, not just musician, I think celebrity. Hear me out. I think, I think uh, the clear answer for me is Nicholas Cage. And um, first and foremost, most fundamental reason, he, he knows the Declaration of Independence front to back. That man is a man of honor and, and like, follows that Constitution to a T. So I just think from a – who is he? Well-equipped? He knows. He knows what's up. And secondly, he just – he's like the nickelback of the movie industry. You know, I don't know why everyone hates him. I, I love the guy. I think he's pretty likable. And, you know, I think – and also, like, I think a lot of people say he's the same kind of character and he saw these shitty movies. But he had, he had Raising Arizona, like, back in the day, okay? So he, he, he's, he's multi-talented. At the end of the day, it's the whole Declaration of Independence for me. He just – he gets it, man. He gets it. So he has my vote. I don't know. Let me know what you think about that one. Anyway, love it, guys. Thanks for uh, keeping on, keeping on. See you later. All right, Mike. Uh, lo- uh, long one to tell us that Nick Cage would be the best presidential candidate out of any musician or celebrity. Bold statement. What do you guys think? I I got to tell you, that's a really bad idea. Uh, now, Nick Cage <laughs> is a boss. <laughs> And he is a national treasure, Mike. We'll give you that. And he does know the Declaration of Independence front to back uh, as evidenced in all the national treasure films. But a peek inside Nick Cage's brain, it's it's like yeah. looking the devil directly in the eyes. I've seen those it's, pictures of him on the planes, on the airplane, leaving yeah. Vegas. Yeah, like he got married for like 10 hours. Um, oh, my God. Dude, his wedding, his but, fourth wedding. It, dude, Google Nick Cage's fourth wedding. It's yeah. the fucking best. But here's, here's, here's the main argument against it. Um, I don't know if you remember when a certain governor of California stopped making movies, but he's going to have to stop making movies. That's a good point. That's a good point. And to answer your question, Mike, why people hate on Nick Cage, Nicky Cage is widely known for being his own man. He makes his own choices. He got into a leading man position after leaving Las Vegas, which he was won an Oscar for. Mm. Uh, which was just docu- some- documentary. 
Yeah. Yeah, which is him getting drunk and sucking on Elizabeth Shue's breast. Turns out. Uh, he, he's also, you know, great reason to be president. Uh, but Cage got in a little bit of tax trouble, my friend, and uh, did about 75 films for about uh, a million bucks a piece to mm. dig himself out of debt. Uh, and that is why you can turn on the television and see up to four Nick Cage's movies on at the same time. It's pretty much. Uh, I love yeah. it. That's my favorite part about Nick Cage. He's just always on. Working, man. He's oh. also a Coppola. For, don't forget about that. That's, That's right. True. All right. Next one. We got the return of Big Ounce. What's up, fellas? It's Big Ounce. I got a little uh, bone to pick with the academic system today. Uh, fuck them. Uh, online classes is uh, bullshit. It's not fair that I didn't get to do it. Um, so fuck everybody who does get to do it. Um, had this pandemic happened like, I don't know, two years ago, I probably would have graduated college. It would have been dope. But, uh, nope. Here we are. Fuck the academic system. Have a good one, fellas. Really strong take there from Big Ounce and a really one I hadn't thought about. Um, Pat, yeah, finally. Pat, can you relate to that one? Uh, okay. So, Big Ounce, I'm also not a college graduate. I feel that pain with you. But also, fuck the academic system, because I'm not one of those a-holes that came out of college thinking I was going to get a good job just because I got a degree. It's stupid. Uh, sure, yeah. but, but you do excel at the internet, and you probably would have gotten a degree if it was all online. Yeah, you know you know that's not true. Um, <laughs> no, but, trying, uh, to, trying to help you, oh, you uh, Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking maybe I so. I am who I am. <laughs> I was thinking maybe so. I, you know, I complained, Ounce... I, I luckily survived college, but I would have taken those online. Also, you're a network engineer, so you did you ended up okay. Didn't need that's it. a devry. I want to know about the bees. I got yeah. a DM from we got a DM from him saying update on the bees. Not going yeah. well. Tell us about the bees. Call on with yeah, the bees. Yep. Yeah, Big Ounce know. took on like a thousand bees. I do want to say one thing though, guys. Uh it is super interesting to think about because you do not have to go back to college this year. You just don't have to. What would you guys do? If you could you could live anywhere, you know that if you go back to your campus, you're not going to be able to party. So you oh, could travel, would you, do? you could do anything. What would you do? I don't know. I'd probably, I mean, I guess you'd try to get, like, live at a sweet spot and then just take your online courses. Live at the, live at the beach saying. the summer, live going the to beach, yeah. junior college. I lived at the beach. Best summer ever. Live at the beach if you're college. Yeah, figure it out if you can. Uh, also, uh, for Mike in Lexington, uh, Terry Crews, also a decent uh, celebrity uh, candidate, especially after him. Dealing with Don Lemon, uh, like mm. not letting him talk all day. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, I'm going to play two in a row, fellas, uh, about the same subject. Okay, so, so let me get through both of those. Gents, what's going on? Uh, good morning. I guess good morning on my end of things. Um, very concerning question that I don't think has been answered or asked. And maybe it has, and I just miss it. But where the fuck is Wes? All right. Get back to me. What's up, boys? It's Zach from Chicago. Uh, thanks for the birthday shout-out a couple months ago. Really appreciate that. That felt good to hear. Appreciate it, boys. Um, rolling into a long weekend here. Just got off of work. It's Wednesday afternoon. Getting lit for the fucking fourth. I hope you guys are, too. Phone in to say, where the fuck is Wes? I miss that man. Please get him back on the fucking show. All right. Y'all have a nice weekend. Take care. Be safe out there. 
All right, uh, and uh, and uh, one one well, more. Wes thing. has been on the show. He's he's just he doesn't talk very much. You guys know that. Yeah, <laughs> he's just always he's a quiet boy. One more too. When we go into five star reviews, the first five star review of the week is from Ashy Boo, and uh, they say "Dad bought or bust" as the title, and they just say "I miss Wes." Period. P.S. The podcast is pretty good. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. So not only uh, uh, the voicemails from Chance Zach. The review from Ashy Poo, tons of DMs from all kinds of members of Heart of Hive. Everybody want to know where Wes is at. He's taking care of a family matter, and he will be back soon. So He'll be back. He's doing he's good. He's doing good, though. He's fine. He's doing real good. Do not worry. Not to worry. All right. He's not so, dead. No. He's not dead. He's not fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very, that's, all, yeah. that's all that matters. He'll be back soon. He'll family be back stuff. In He'll here. be done with it soon. Yeah, you don't worry. He'll be back in here cackling at us and like, you know, whatever else he does. Just snide remarks. We'll put it in the title of the day he's back when it happens. Uh, Wes is back. It'll be the title of the podcast. I hope he comes back tan. Yeah. Oh, he better. He better. But tan Wes is one of my favorite Weses. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little extra zing on him. All right, next five-star reviews from Jackson P. and Sydney C. They uh, get to say five stars. Uh, stellar podcast. This is by far the most underrated podcast put out by Barstool Sports. A great way to get mostly unbiased takes on the news and politics. Each and every good morning from Will actually makes me have a good morning, which is why this is the first thing my girlfriend and I will listen to when I wake up. The interaction with your listeners is unique and awesome. I can't wait to see Hard Factor grow to rival Joe Rogan. Whoa, mm-hmm. caller daddy, mm-hmm. etc. Also, boat race part three. Wow, thank you, Jackson and Sydney C. What a, what a review! And they've both been debating, by the way. Barstool Radio. Sign up for SiriusXM.com. Free trial. You guys, you guys got anything for Jackson and Sydney? You just gonna yeah, take I love in Jackson. That glowing uh, review. Thought it was a perfectly written. I don't what is well you, done. You want me to muddy the waters with what I have to say about that perfect review? No, no. Okay, no. I, I thought you might I, want to comment on how my thank good you, mornings, Jackson. How my good mornings really something. do make people's mornings. Better. I will say something. Yeah. A lot of people have been adding me about mm. some takes I made recently that they consider to be biased. And to them, I will say, I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. We're always listening. If oh. you want to talk to us, DM us. DM me directly. DM Hard Factor News. Sometimes I get passionate about what I think might be best for the country. But I'm sorry if I'm going in any particular direction. It's a comedy show, Pat. It's a comedy news. show, Pat. Right. I know that, Mark. Yeah, Let right. me say my all thing. All right, all right, all right. Pat's, Pat's getting it off his chest. That's what voicemails and reviews are for. That's okay. why we do them. All right. That's why we do them. We'll read whatever you say, by the way. Five stars. You could it, you could be talking shit to us. We will read it and, and address it. Uh, also, the voicemail. Put them in. Uh, final. Uh, so two more. Five, lots of five-star reviews. Hive is buzzing this week. All right. This one is from uh, Berksy15. Oh, not, I don't like the title off the bat, but we'll see how this goes. He <laughs> says, why do they all look like Farva? Question mark is the title. Uh, he says, I was a little skeptical of the actual content and potential bias from what looks like the Super Troopers third string understudies. Uh, But the JV squad from Broken Lizard report the news. They don't leave anyone off the hook based on party or ideology, and they are semi-funny in the process. Hard Factor and The Hill are my go-to for honest, non-biased news. So... You know, a backhanded thank you, Berksy yeah. 15. Couple Lots of ne- insults in there. Couple negs in there. <laughs> couple, yeah, but I think he likes us or she. I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I, I don't give so. a fuck. Berksy. Keep listening, though. Yeah. 
Thanks, Berksy. Thank you, Berksy. Yeah, thank you, Berksy. Actually, third string Broken Lizard is probably the biggest compliment we any of us have been paid. So, uh, five stars from JD in Dallas, uh, and he says or she says usually a he for JDs, but you know, this is why you listen. If you like PFT commenters' humor, then you will love this podcast. Next level wit. Only difference is that instead of growing out their hair like PFT, they grow out their midsections. Also. Ignore any negative reviews about Pat. Ooh, Team Pat. The guy might look like a cross between a disheveled Dennis Miller and Artie Lang. Uh-oh. Uh, but he is a key part of this hilarious team. There's no better way to keep up with the current events. You will not regret the decision to download this podcast. However, you may regret watching these four on YouTube. Oof. Madden 99 uh, gave them a 99 on sophistication and humor but a zero for aesthetics, JD in Texas, but a Ching, you're right. We're all Damn. not nice to look at for the most part. You know, I mean, unless you like a very particular type of uh, fat white guy. Yeah. So J- JD got yes. it. You, you guys got anything for JD? Pat looks like he's thinking. Yeah. You got something? Well, you notice how you said might look like a disheveled Artie Lang and Dennis Miller hybrid. So jury's still out. That's the way I, that's the way I see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't get the dent in your nose. I will say, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna help. I'm going to help out on the uh, the people that like to give Pat shit here. Here's a little tip. Um, you don't need to make fun of him for his political stances because he he's not going to change those. But if you make fun of the look, his age in particular of his looks, Ooh, that'll, that get, that'll get that'll get under his. Don't skin. bring that back up. Oh, sorry, no. I'm the youngest member of this team, <laughs> and you know that shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a sense. In fact, one. I was Mark. You, you and Will are supposed to be in different grades than me. It, like I'm, I'm no, the youngest. No, 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 I'm second youngest. I'm second. Jesus, I'm, I'm, only, held, I'm only a couple. I was held back in preschool. Yeah, Mark, I'm Mark's a year old. ahead. That's for mm-hmm. sure. He was held back. I couldn't. I couldn't settle down in preschool. Pat and I are on time. Mark was held back. Wes mm-hmm. is super old, way older than us. But we can't wait to have him back. We fucking missed the guy, just like the rest of you. And that's going to do it. Chest hair. Look at this. That's nice. It's like mostly gray. Oh, no. I didn't choose this. I didn't know that it was going to be mostly gray. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, YouTube.com slash Hard Factor News for full videos. Uh, and that's going to do it uh, for today. Be sure to tune in to uh, Barstool Radio, Hard Factor Radio Hour at 11 a.m. on Sirius XM Power 85. That's from 11 a.m. to noon Eastern, Monday through Thursday. You can get a free trial right now. It's amazing. I love the whole Sirius XM lineup. You double up on your Hard Factor content for free. I think you get a free trial for a few months, uh, and it's just it's just great. But most importantly, have a great fucking day. Feel